Keeping alcohol has many forms by which he catches men. He is a beast of many horns and ever thus has been. For there's rum and gin and beer and wine and brandy of logwood hue. And hawk and port and flip combined to make a man look blue. He says be merry for his good sherry and Tom and Jerry. Champagne and parry and spirits of every hue. Oh, are not these a fiendish crew as ever a mortal knew? Hey, we are in South Bend, Indiana. It's the pigs on the road. We're at the Cricket U. Finally. Finally. We've been here for a while. Well, we've well, been here the, numerous times. I've been here lots of times. But we have the owner, Sean, with us today. Good to be here. And we, we've known Sean for a while. I've known Sean for a long time from uh, Fiddlers, which we, we know and love well. And, and now he's at, now he made the U. And when, when did the U actually open? Uh, we actually opened uh, the summer of 2000, 2015. 2015. Yeah, so we're, we're pretty young. <laughs> you are young. Who's doing your brewing for you? Uh, Andy Walton. Uh, he actually could possibly be here by the end of the by the end of the broadcast. <laughs> but, uh, so he's taking a nap from brewing, right? Uh, he he started this morning. Uh, yeah, but no, he's doing a great job. His whole deal was uh, trying to deal with uh, uh, what the common uh, faults are mm-hmm. with other brewers and uh, trying to fix them. So we've been trying to <laughs> oh, ex- shit. Ex- extremely extremely as uh, uh, Consistent as possible. That's okay. Right. The biggest thing. So. We have uh, Warren. We have Warren and Patter with us today. We got some of the pigs are missing, but uh, the illustrious Warren's with us today. Hey Mr. guys, Mr. Warren. It's been a while. I've been uh, I've been really working on my game since the last time I was on. I wasn't Perfect. really wasn't particularly my best performance. Oh so. no, it was spectacular. Before, are you kidding? So you? I'm really eager to to do a better job on this podcast than the last time. Do you realize the numbers we got off those shows? Oh. They were they were actually some of our best. Show. They were actually some of our best <laughs> downloads. I only had to cut out like a half of your rant on, on, on a Oh, yeah, Sean, shows. by the way, what do you think about Pink Floyd? Don't even get me started. Don't even get me started. I told you, I'm going to do better. It's going to be concise. We're going to stay on topic, and I'm not going to drag things out. So I'm here to add to the program, not subtract today. Boys. Oh, no, dude, you added, you added spectacularness <laughs> to that program. Well, we got other friends with us today. My brother Ryan's here. Hello. Hello. And that's like uh, Carl Pinkerton. Uh, Jerry. <laughs> Of course, he's with us. Jerry and his son Wes are here. Wes is uh, taking there some photos Wes. for us and sharing mics. Hey, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> I think we're all Lions fans at the table, aren't we? Oh, fine, except for, except so. for Pat. I'm a, no, I'll, I'll root for the Lions. Right. That's fine. Yeah. Well, you know, as long as they're not playing Colts, we're fine. Yeah, so we're recording today instead That's of watching fight. the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again. <laughs> no reason to watch. Why bother? There's exactly. nothing in it for us. <laughs> Well, let's, uh, let's talk about the U, because this is why we're here for, for today, to promote the U, because we love this place. The food is amazing, but what was your concept behind the U, and you know, how did it begin, and all that kind of good stuff? Well, uh, we, we were looking for some spot on the river. That was the biggest thing. And I think the other thing we were looking at was a trifecta, I like to say. Trifecta meaning uh, we have the beer, we have the food, and we have the ambiance. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the view from the river, I think, was bar none. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned, mm-hmm. uh, so that was our biggest thing. We were trying to trying to get both, or I'm sorry, all three of those things involved, and um, I, I'm very happy where we're at right now. Yeah, let's, let's talk about the, the building because uh, you know anybody who's been in South Bend knows this building. Right, it's been around forever, and when you guys bought it, um, it was not the the building it was in the shape it was in today. How much work? Because I think you bought this place actually when. Uh, we bought it in actually 2013, which was my and it first was two no, yeah. years of dumping yep. money into this place to yep. get it. It was a VFW hall before that. When and uh, how long had it been empty? Because 
since I've been here, you know, eight years ish. It's mm -hmm. only I've only known it as a closed VFW. It's never right. been open or operable. Well, it was perceived closed. It, I mean, they were still doing some operations out here. But Jesus, uh, are you serious? Yeah, I know, I know. Oh, yeah. Have you seen some of them around anywhere? VFWs or even like some legions? Like when I was living in Florida, there was a legion. It was actually an American legion, and it was a shed. <laughs> <laughs> but no, they, they'll yeah they'll have these VFW things open for yeah. And yeah, just, unfortunately they're there that, just no one does and, anything. And to be honest with you, uh, there was a situation where there was a vehicle that struck the front of the building and they could not afford to repair it. Oh, so they literally just went out. They just wow. walked away. Yeah, yeah that so. wasn't you, Sean, right? It was not me. Oh. Uh, it was actually it was Ryan. It was Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> we were, we were, no, honestly, we we're happy to come in, and uh, it actually worked. They were so friendly and helpful, and no, it actually worked out really good. What was the biggest expense taking the building from where you found it to where we see it today? Of the roof. Really? The roof is the biggest expense. Hmm. The roof is actually more than the actual building itself. Wow. So to get it from not leaking inside the building, uh, we had to put a new commercial roof on. And that was more than the, the building that we bought, <laughs> which is kind of weird. But, yeah. you know, we, we made it work. Yeah, did you they, know you were going to have gorgeous. an obstacle when you started? Or was that a, oh, shit? No, did okay. not. Absolutely so that was not. an oh, shit? No, I mean, uh. it was that one thing's like we could, you know, we could Band-Aid it, you know, yeah. a couple of spots. But no. at, <laughs> once we start opening up the Band-Aid, it's, it's like, time to oh, amputate. <laughs> yeah, it, it was a big deal. So, I mean, it was something we were able to collect within ourselves mm -hmm. and understand that it's going to take a lot more than what we thought it was going to take. Oh, it's got to suck, though. Hey, did you cry? Yeah. Multiple times. Well, no, <laughs> I say. Ryan and I used to cry when we found out you were like you were going to push back the opening a little bit. Like, right. oh, I know. I know. like, dude, we're right down the street. <laughs> Sucks. I get it. Yeah, we opened. We we knew the view was going to be amazing, especially like well, I'm glad we're doing this right now in the winter time because that view in the winter on the on the river is amazing. You got that snow great, in the tree. Yeah. Great view east, too, yep. man. If, if this fireplace wasn't in the way, then uh, you'd see a lot more. I mean, the the view east from this room is actually pretty cool. Yeah. Were there any other locations you were looking at before you uh, you settled on this one, or was it the venue presented itself and you thought, hey, let's do this brewery thing? Yeah, here. we looked at a couple of locations. They were mostly riverfront. Like wooden, uh, like wooden Indian. Like, <laughs> no, no, no. All right. No, more, more closer to South Bend, uh, and just the fact they were on the river was pretty awesome. Uh, and that's what we want. That's what we wanted to do. We wanted to make it uh, a riverfront property because, you know, nobody takes advantage of that mm -hmm. in South Bend. So um, once we found this spot, and we figured there'd probably be a lot of a lot of work to do. Uh, we were like, let's just do it, and then if we don't make it, then somebody else. Do you have a dock down there at all? So like in the summer, hey. you can just tube down, yeah. Yeah. Uh, canoe down, and pull up and get some beer. And, and year go. five. <laughs> <laughs> That's our year big, five. A big plan. enough boat so we can have his riverboat right. casino operating. <laughs> oh man! Right, so you can head on out there and have. Warren, a Warren's going to drive that for us. Oh yeah, <laughs> be our uh, oh, riverfront uh, casino guy. <laughs> but there is the outdoor deck, and you can go out there, and right? And uh, I mean, we will. Uh, is this spring? We'll okay. we'll have a yeah. We'll be out outside seating and everything, and it'll make it so much better. And for of everybody. course, we have there's there's banquet rooms upstairs, and you guys have weddings and stuff, I believe, don't you? Quite a few, and uh, uh, holiday parties too. Yeah. We, we did quite have a few of this. Actual weddings or receptions? 
Uh, actual receptions. You're okay. Right. So, okay. That's actually a good point. Uh, we haven't. We haven't. No, seen I just want to know who's. I want to yeah. know who that girl is. Who's like, yeah, let's get married at the brewery. Cool girl. Yeah. Like we met over a cool growler, girl. man. It was magic. <laughs> All right. I want to meet her too. I just want to know who these fucking companies are. They're still having holiday parties for their employees. Like, <laughs> get some of those names, bro. I'd like to be a part there, of that. There's three left. Yeah, I know. <laughs> No, it's amazing. But you're talking about the smoker outside, and that's part of the ambiance and the food and the beer. I mean, what, what do you guys have smoking out there right now? Yeah, brand new smoker. Uh, this this past uh, early December, we decided to uh, update our smoker to something a little bit more uh, practical, I guess. Um, we used to have a, a cinder block uh, a concrete smoker. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. um, and we decided that uh, that wasn't the best long-term solution, so... <laughs> I actually, last holiday, uh, I decided to buy a couple of uh, old propane tanks, and we've actually morphed that into like something really awesome, and it's uh, right outside the door there. It so awesome. uh, we're ready to smoke uh, meat 24 7. Um, we've got, I can't even tell you what our capacity is right now. Um, we're, we, I mean, I dare you to keep us up with what we can do so we're, we're ready to rock and uh, the meat honestly i've had the meat uh the last couple of weeks since we've actually had it up and running and it's the best uh barbecue i've had really anywhere. and yeah. the roof on his new smoker matches the uh the roof oh yeah, on the bar, oh, yeah. So that's kind of really? yeah. we made sure the so roof it doesn't look out of place aesthetically yeah, the guy the guy who actually did the our, same yeah exactly the, exactly <laughs> the guy who did our smoker was like all right, so we're going to have to put a roof on that. What color do you want? I'm like, all right, I know just the guy to talk to because here's the guy who did our roof. And no, we, a, we matched the color and everything. Is it's there a U on there? Or? Next step. Oh, right. that's, that's, what a great idea. Where did that come from? Where, where did that concept come from? The, the U actually came from, uh, so I'm a Highland, I'm a Scottish guy mm -hmm. myself, and I play bagpipes. And Very well. Name, Holy shit. Yeah, the name the name of the place. He's going came. to play some right now, guys. Bring him in. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, my my whole uh, life has been in Scotland, and you know I traveled there quite a bit, and uh, I really wanted to have something that kind of toyed with the fact that Scottish people love beer, obviously whiskey too, but mm -hmm. you know whis <laughs> but but beer too, and. Uh, when we opened that place, uh, me and the music that I had with Scotland, I wanted to kind of carry everything together. Right. Yeah. So when we opened the place, it was like, all right, let's let's call it. Uh, well, actually, we didn't really have anybody that complained against it. So I guess I was the one that didn't get ruled out. <laughs> and, uh, and as I say, get, didn't get ruled out. I mean, there's two of us, so <laughs> it means it, it no, doesn't. Nobody really, came up with anything better, so <laughs> right? It doesn't, really, it doesn't really speak much, but uh, you know, I won. That's cool. Ryan, Ryan's last-minute submission of Sweet Titties Brewery didn't uh, <laughs> didn't gather any steam in the final motion stages of the the meeting. What a great name! Hey, the self-control it takes. I mean, obviously, you want to make you want to make you know an image and, and have a business make money. But I don't think I could have that self-control to be like I'm going to name this oh, something no. serious. I'd, be, no. I would be I'd be like the president of Sweet Teddy's Brewery. Just imagine the artwork, Warren. Oh, it, oh no, no, the T-shirts alone. You know what? We just we we just sell T-shirts. The beer would just be a mechanism for selling dirty T-shirts. 
Horrible beer, but great t-shirts. <laughs> the hats. Why the am I the hats. Yeah, you why know, am I, why am I, just the big booby teddy hats. Why am I doing this podcasting <laughs> thing? We're, we're, I'm wasting good fortune. <laughs> Warren's, Warren's got his idea yeah, now. Yeah. Sweet titties brewery. The next one will be... Cowboy would love that. That's Cowboy's, oh, that's yeah. Cowboy's favorite yeah. phrases. Yep. <laughs> you guys will come over and do a show and realize that it's just me in my garage, drunk, <laughs> stirring a five-gallon pot of beer that I've collected after parties. Come on in. <laughs> Sweet titties. It'll get go you bent. <laughs> love it. Just doing a little distilling of my beer to make it a little better, yeah? Mm, exactly. <laughs> well, let's talk a little bit about the beer here. Where, where did you, Andy's the brewer? Is that, uh, do you guys know each other for a while? Or? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we, uh, we started more home brewing uh, by, I think, 2007, I think, is when we uh, first kind of both started. Uh, and we talked about beers that we wanted to make sure that there were not any gray areas about. And I think that's really important um, because you start dealing with uh, beers that a lot of people try to uh, make it their own and that mm -hmm. kind of thing. But, you know, when it comes down to it, there's only certain things that the brewing industry will judge you on. And so why would you make something that they would judge you outside of where you're actually at? And we, we felt that was really important because mm -hmm. if we were going to uh, put our beers out there in the market, would we want to actually do that to uh, make our name felt, or we want to do it to actually win an award? And right. I think winning an award is pretty cool. And speaking yeah. of an award, you guys have actually won and a, we did. a pretty fucking huge one. Yeah, we won the World Beer Cup for our uh, uh, Scotch Ale our first year. Good job. Very first year we actually were open. Um, and that was weird. It was weird sitting on my couch and actually getting a text from our Brewers Guild saying, you guys won an award. And I was, what the fuck? <laughs> what the? Who are you? you and, hey, did we put it? Oh, what? gosh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I knew we submitted, but it's like, why are you telling us this? And I Googled, I mean, I had to actually look for it, and I found out that we actually won uh, the, uh, it's the third place. Which is awesome. So, yeah, but you're up against and the, and the globe. Yeah. You're up yeah. against everybody Third in the place. world. Yeah. Like, and you know. the funny thing, too, is that uh, I actually got a call from some guy from Glasgow, Scotland. Because uh, the beer the Glasgow Butcher Scotch Ale. He, yeah, the, the winner was our, our Scotch Ale, and he wanted to actually carry it in his pub. Nice. Oh, nice. And he's like, what can I do to carry your beer in our pub? And I was like, come over here and get it. Uh, exactly. We're going <laughs> yeah, like, to check gonna a bag. ship it to you. <laughs> yeah. I'll need so, two seats. One for right. me, one, one for the kids. <laughs> right. And, uh, and yeah, it's funny. It's not happen. The thing that I didn't know about those awards and uh, in, in the community, they're a pretty big deal. But that's your that's your award for that beer for the rest of your life forever, yeah. right? True. Yeah. It's, it's not like you hand off no, the crown. No, you got to give it back right? the next year. Yeah, so it, 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 it'll always be. They do that at the Olympics yeah. too. It's like not gonna, re <laughs> not gonna redo all these menus and scratch it off the. Uh, but that, so it's that's fantastic, especially your first year or two out the gate because yeah. you were against the biggest names in brewing. True. Yeah. Was that specifically for that classification, just for Scotch ales, though, or was it just? Can't hardly hear you. Can't hear me. There you go. <laughs> Talk into the microphone, mic. gorgeous. <laughs> it's, it's Quiet Ryan. <laughs> quiet Ryan, is it a band? I think so. <laughs> no, go ahead. Hey, ask again. I just we didn't. No, get I it was on wondering there. if that was just a, if that was uh, a, that award was just for that classification for Scotch ales or if it was an overall. Yeah, no, it, it was more uh, for the classification of Scotch ales, awesome. and uh, uh, we 
kind of quoted back and forth on what we would actually label the beer. Because uh, when we start dealing with uh, judging of a beer, we deal with parameters. And parameters are really important. Um, and there's not a lot of uh, leeway left and right. And we were kind of on the fence on whether it was a Scotch ale or a Scottish ale. Oh, yeah. Uh, which are completely different. Oh, yeah. Yeah, when you're, um, you're a J, what, what's the, 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 the beer classification? JBF. Yeah, the JBF, yeah. Right. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, there's all kinds of little right. classifications. Through so, there. I mean, that was our, that was our hesitance. And uh, I spent a lot of time in Scotland uh, on purpose. Um, and drink a lot of beer in Scotland on <laughs> research, purpose. Research, research. Yeah. I hope you got to write that off. Oh, totally. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe not business before uh, the the previous spot opened, but, but uh, no, it was a lot of fun. And uh, the only bummer of the whole thing, if I remember the story right, is that you guys were so busy and swamped with on-site stuff and promoting the brewery and getting things up and running that you couldn't go. So it wasn't this big whole like let's go out and party and tear up Philly tonight because we won you know we won the World Beer Cup. Right. Uh, right. So, you, so you just sent you guys the were just in town working. I was literally uh. on my couch and I, I got the text from our Brewers Guild down in Indy saying still that pretty good, uh, though. some th- these were the breweries that won from Indiana and we ended up being on that list. That was an awesome feeling. Yeah, first year. Another way to start out. Yeah, it's a good way to start out. Yeah, start out, man. That was our uh, first year, I think. <clears throat> being open so that was a great uh he's not going to talk about the second year when he lost a sweet, <laughs> sweet titties brewery sweet <laughs> yeah right yeah. have one sense yeah. but uh yeah. you know strong but, out of the gate but you know what i tell a lot of people what you said Ron, warren is that uh you know i mean honestly i feel like we're we're that Academy Award winner, you know what yeah. I mean? Like oh, yeah. nobody's gonna take that away from us. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's we, like we still won that. We still won that award. So if you know Reggie and OJ notwithstanding, it's like a Heisman. Like yeah, you know, right. exactly. You're gonna be a Heisman exactly. winner forever. Exactly. Unless you kill somebody or whatever. So we're, yeah. we're happy. <laughs> but you gotta chase that now. Are you guys going after some more? I mean, you have to be right. We are. Yeah. We actually did not send anything. Well, uh, World Beer Cup is every two years, so we've sent. So we haven't actually been able to enter since this year right so we sent stuff out this year we'll see how it goes uh, uh this spring and uh yeah hey, like do fun. you guys have uh i know you're being do you between you guys you and andy do you have certain styles you like more than the other or, or even brewing do you like brewing different styles more than another one it's a good question uh we we prefer more uh obviously we're ales guys mm-hmm. um we're going to experiment a little bit with some lagering, uh, which gives us a little bit more, yeah, it gives us a little bit more experience. (laughs) Um, but you know, we can get the same amount from, uh, brewing as an ale with Mm -hmm. like a Kolsch Mm -hmm. or, uh, you know, a cream ale like we do. uh, You haven't done any Kolsch's either. Have you even? We have not. We're actually going to do one pretty quick, but, um, are there any styles that you guys like have butt heads about and thought, well, I want to do this, and then just it, you're like, nah, maybe we shouldn't do this. Honestly, none. It's more been something where we're kind of pushing it off. You oh, know what I mean? Right. I, we're, I know we're, you just did a malt liquor, so I mean, I, I guess it's probably wide open after that. <laughs> right. Right. It's our second malt liquor. Uh, I think we've done since we've opened. Uh, it's a little, uh, well, heavy. Yeah, it'll it'll get you. Fourteen percent. Yeah. We, we have to try that later on in the show. Later on, not yeah. now. No, no. <laughs> not to start. 
But we will. I will. <laughs> but if he wants to, then it's uh, good. Oh, no. I'd start off with that. No, no, no. We were already pregaming I an 11 I percenter. started there. No. Like, what's the problem? That's how, that's how people get fired up and start talking about how they hate Pink Floyd, how they lost their virginity. Like, let's just... That's fucking not right now. <laughs> you didn't lose your virginity to Pink Floyd, did you? No. Okay. No. I was wondering why there was no, such hate. It was a... I don't know. It was one of those you're in the pocket for a minute, and then you realize, wait a minute, I think I've had too much to drink. <laughs> Oops. Oh, it was it was a it was a good three four hour bender day. Yeah, that we had yeah. we got like four shows, three and a half shows yeah, out of that. Yeah. I always tell my wife before I do these, I'm gonna act right this time. It's gonna be goddamn great performance. It is gonna be spectacular. <laughs> I got the next morning thinking, no, I've done it again. Holy crap! Did I actually record that? Yeah. <laughs> then you gotta wait a month to hear what you did. Yeah. I do remember that show, like the third one. Anyway, we broke about halfway through, and uh, Jeremy was with us at that that yeah. time. And uh, we said, "All right, let's take a break, get some more beer, and do that." And Jeremy was like, "More beer?" <laughs> he put his head down. I think he was out. He went to the couch. He was done. <laughs> he did. He did. He took a nap. Yeah, that was fun. Good day. And then Warren disappeared. Oh yeah, <laughs> I uh, disappeared into an Uber. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty damn funny. Well, let's get uh, let's talk about some more of your the beer that you have on right now. I think yes. we should take a break and uh, get yeah, a take few a break. of these, and we want to talk about the beer and the food next. So let's. Uh, yeah, as, big, as, as great as the beer is here, the the beer is fantastic. Di- the food is it's it incredible. Is the menu is ridiculous, and it's awesome. Uh, you know, we'll ta- we'll we'll take a break and talk about all that. What's rolling off that smoker? Because the menu here is just it's amazing, magnificent. Yes, like sweet. Be right back. What's the best way to make it through a long work week? Take a midweek break and join the fun every Wednesday night at Allie's Ale House and Fishes for Nico's Open Stage. Want to share your talent in front of a live audience? Whether it's breaking in some new material or jamming out to some favorites, Nico's Open Stage is the place to go for it. There's never a cover charge and walk-ins are always welcome. Each week brings a featured artist and drink specials from Jack Daniels. Check out Nico's Open Stage on Facebook for more details. And come join the fun every Wednesday night at Allie's Ale House, home of the boys of Blind Pig Confessions. We're back. We're back in Southern Indiana, the Crooked U. It got a little weird there in the in the break. It was 10 minutes of all of us saying, shut up, don't say anything. You're going to say something funny. we got to catch it. Don't say anything. No doubt. Oh, shit, we're The story sounds awesome. Be quiet. Don't say anything. So we, we've got a lot of buildup for this segment. I'm excited. Ooh, there are yeah. like nine yes. things I need to hear the end of it real quick. All right, where are we at, Brennan? We have the chef with us now. The chef. The chef. The chef. The chef. The chef. And we, you know, we, uh, we before you got here, we were all raving about the food here because you know the food is amazing. And he said that's a trifecta about the food, the beer, and the ambiance. And the food really is amazing. So, uh, kudos to you. Thank you. What is your name, sir? Uh, Alan. Alan. Yeah. That's awesome. Thanks. I blame my parents. (laughs) How you spell that? Uh, A L A I N. Okay. We're glad to have you on the show, and uh, let's let's talk about what you're doing because you were out doing some amazing stuff. Uh, food wise, yeah. yeah. Where would you learn your? He's a really your, fun guy to follow on Instagram and like Facebook really? and things. Yeah, because the things that'll pop up on your news feed, I'm like, I'm, uh, oh, oh wow, Alan's in New Orleans and he's he's at some secret like chefs only shits. <laughs> the rest of us can't even know about. You know, <laughs> I know you guys have this weird like underground like cool like knuckle bunk like fraternity where 
you ate some stuff and saw some things and drank some things in New Orleans that none of us could find out or try. Um, probably. I, I mean, New Orleans is uh, divided between pure tourism and pure locals, right? I mean, it's yeah. kind of similar to South Bend where you've got these new group of kids who come in every year to go to Notre Dame and they have their little spots and then the right. locals have their spots. Um, and those those kids four years here may never find those spots because they're not, you know. Yeah. Um, but cool. it was my 13th time back, so... That kind of gets you into other streets you wouldn't normally go, right? right? And right. then you meet people, and they're like, "Oh, how, how many times you've been? Oh, you should, you know what? I'm going to tell you, you about like the secret music, spot. You should go over here, like instead of like oh. sitting your ass in Preservation Hall every single time around these tourists. Like it's great music, but like yeah. you want to hear some real good music." Go to the kind of seedy side of town and like, <laughs> yeah. oh yeah, walk into a bar and you're gonna hear some of the best music that there is. Uh, it's the same with food. Um, there's one restaurant we went to that is not marked whatsoever. Uh, That's awesome. It's and, like a speakeasy. Yeah, that's how um, it should be. It's it's upstairs above, uh, kind of a speakeasy. They have music, three different bands, seven days a week. Uh, it's called the Spotted Cat. Great venue. Um, and up above there is a tiny little Italian restaurant that is <laughs> not marked at all. Um, you open this kind of creaky door to this staircase. Still don't know where you're going. Could be an apartment. Could who knows what it is. Right. Get in there, and it's this great little restaurant. Now, when you like, obviously you've you know you've been there 13 times on you, and you travel a lot. I'm a big fan of yours on social media, so I've. I know a lot about where you've been, Alan. Sure, totally. Uh, but, I mean, are you you're, you're a little too much stocky? A little, little stocky. But there? As, as a chef, are you are you going away to just relax and unwind, or are you going to like to find some inspiration for some new stuff? Because this is a hard gig. What you do to try to constantly keep things new and fresh and exciting, and a place like New Orleans is built for, I think, a guy with your interests and passions, right? Uh, agreed. Yeah. So it's a little bit of both. Um, without a doubt, the number one expense on any one of my trips is going out to eat. Um, not only because I enjoy it, because I'm also looking for like something new. Like, oh, I never thought of that, right? Um, I had that moment. Uh, it's this great Israeli restaurant in Midtown in New Orleans. Um, just Midtown. took down a, a James Beard. Just took down a, a James Beard last year, um, and he's doing pickled red onions, which we do here, and I think they're right. great. Uh, but he's pickling them with sumac, and it's just something that I'd never thought of and it's a really great idea and it adds this depth of flavor um, also goes along with Israeli cuisine um, and it's just like it's kind of one of those like why didn't I think of this like this is a really good idea um, that's awesome and you have those little moments it's never like I'm going to steal this whole dish it's more like a component or, or, or a way they did something in a way that I wouldn't have thought of so, so half of it's research half of it's fun so my trip across the street to the Popeyes from my hotel is not going to impress you <laughs> I told my wife I'm like we're in New Orleans got to do a Popeyes while I'm here yeah, you say I, we, there was a, what's the guy it was a chef chef best I believe his name is from uh, New Orleans and he said one of the best places to get anything outside of New Orleans to get red beans and rice is Popeyes nice and sure. he's a New Orleans native he said that's his favorite outside New Orleans is, is Popeyes a good recipe is a good recipe yeah, you know. Let's talk about the menu here. Uh, right. One of the things, and I'm I'm no longer a vegan, but I was when uh, when the U opened. That I appreciated the most about this place was that you have an amazing menu, but then you have a vegan version of the ins the entire menu. Yeah. What? Why? Why? Um, <laughs> you're cause, because you're you're a meat eater. You enjoy the uh, all the fruits. Uh, I yeah, do. Why? Um, <laughs> yeah. Why did you do this to Sean? Tell us. So there there are a couple of reasons. I think one starts with. Uh, uh, an ethical decision. Okay. And I think that uh, as a chef, you deal with a lot of people who um, are picky eaters, but not for very good reasons. Like, 
it's almost kind of childlike, like, uh, it's green, I'm, I'm not going to like it. Oh. And you're like, oh, what are you talking about? Like, have you even tried? Like, no, it's not the right color. Like, come on. Um, like, that's, that's the explanation my five-year-old gave to me when he was five, right? right. When now he loves asparagus because he actually tried it, right? Um, but one thing that I think uh, from an ethical perspective is, like, if someone makes a decision to decide to not harm another animal, and, like, we're all aware, even though we're probably all meat eaters here, that animals feel pain, and yeah. it's pretty intense. Um, and if we're going to continue to eat meat, then we should do it uh, as ethically as possible. But the people who make the decision to not participate in that harm I don't think they should be not rewarded. And that's so often what happens. It's like, oh, you're a vegan, but you can have this or this. And, you know, it's funny. It was three and a half years I spent not eating meat or dairy. And you learn things about, you know, how to eat when you're out. And South Bend doesn't have a place where you could pick up a menu and say anything I want. I mean, there are some places that have a lot that you can that you can mm-hmm. eat or offer. Do you guys find that that's been a little bit rewarding? Because also, vegans talk like a bunch of like little little girly gangsters. Like, if the word <laughs> is out that there's a place, oh, dude, oh, you should try it. Right. You know, the word spread about the really youth pretty tough. fast. I mean, um, so that was, so first reason is ethical. Second reason is, uh, to be honest, financial. And not like I'm trying to like juice all the money out of right. this area. But I mean, we're living in a town in, in I mean, we got 100,000 here, 300,000 in the Michiana area. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of vegans in there. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them have no place to go. And a lot of them just stay home because they don't trust that somebody's going to actually prepare it correctly. Or you have, you know, the nightmare issue where your, your dish actually gets served with eggs or, or something because no, no one's taking your, like, ethical stance seriously. Right. Um, and I feel like uh, I knew plenty of vegans who didn't have a place to go and wanted one. Um, especially for new American cuisine. I mean, sure, like you can go to Elia's, which I love, or you can go to Cambodian Thai, which I love. Mm-hmm. But if you want American food um, and you're a vegan, you're kind of screwed in this yeah. area. Uh, and it's unfortunate. True or false? I'm the fattest vegan you've ever met. False. False? Wow. 100%. All right. Now I don't feel so bad. <laughs> and uh, as far as you know, you bring up the American cuisine, the inspiration for the menu is, uh, I mean, how do you think up all of this? Because it's it's laid out incredibly, but each... It's like reading a Jay Peterman catalog because every entry on this menu, it's got a little story. And you're like, you're like, shit, that sounds pretty good, man. Like, even if you're not, oh, that's a point. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's like, oh, all right, you know, and it's uh, how do you where so how the main inspiration uh, for this entire project was beer um, and uh, my man. Right. right. <laughs> and I mean, I'm sitting like around a bunch of beer lovers and I appreciate that you love beer, but I also, most of you probably know that beer was the foundation for civilization. It's the reason we stopped being migratory. It's the reason we settled down. It's the reason agriculture exists. It's the reason modern medicine, written language. I mean, it's a really, really big deal. And it's something that I think we take for granted. Um, and because beer happened globally, in a few thousand years, like between nine and 5,000 uh, BCE, um, it had an impact on every single culture around the world. It wasn't just a unique thing to yeah. you know England or mm-hmm. Africa or specific countries. It was worldwide. And whether that was a mead or a, a simple beer um, or rice wines, um, it all had a, just a dramatic effect on our species thousands of years ago, which also had a dramatic effect on who we are today, um, the fact that our species survived, right? We were drinking right. water and dying in the streets because we didn't know we had to like get bacteria <laughs> yeah. out of it. But all of a sudden, beer works and we don't die. This is great. We're drunk going into wars. Like, we're conquering other Do it armies, up. right? Um, <clears throat> so for that reason, I made a real kind of global menu uh, because there's no, like, theme as in, 
this is Italian or mm-hmm. this is whatever. It's the theme is beer and it affected every culture on earth. So I like to keep my menu incredibly global, global, not just for American cuisines, but um, there's many Asian influences, African influences all over all over the menu. Um, because you guys are also a craft brewery, I feel like the uh, the standard of of food is a lot higher for places that brew their own beer. Yeah, because oh, yeah. and when you look at your menu and, and you're talking about a new dish or introducing something new or or where even where you source your ingredients or you know out to the smoker out back, is is any of that thinking? You know, well, we could do this, but we should probably up our game and do something a little bit more extravagant because people are coming here expecting amazing beer. But if you're in a craft brewery, you also expect, I mean, any place you, you go has to have amazing food. Yeah. And I mean, I think for me, uh, there's this, the other, and not necessarily disappointing thing, because I still love all this food that I'm about to name, but I can go to most breweries anywhere in the country and I can tell you everything that's going to be on the menu. I can tell you there's going to be pizza, there's going to be mac and cheese, there's going to be grilled cheese. <laughs> Fuck, he's been to Three Floyds. <laughs> well, that's been, awesome. I've been everywhere, right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. right, like, and, and Three Floyds brews world-class beers. Yeah. So does Russian River, and their menu's kind of similar. There are other breweries who are kind of take the same, I mean, 18th Street's new gig where they're mm-hmm. doing, like, fine dining, essentially. Uh, you've got Stone in California that's putting out beautiful, like, fine dining, not fine dining, Fine dining in the sense, like, we're fine dining. Like, you're not aprons and, like, yeah. oh, here's your wine, sir. Right? Like, none of that shit. But, like, um, I feel like, especially when it comes to brewing beer, it's a serious science. And our brewer, Andy, is fucking... I'm sorry. No, you, oh, no, yeah, no, it's clean. Go oh, for no, it. I, I swear, like, 25 You are well... Okay. You are... Right now. Um, <laughs> we're not yeah, a clean he's, show. He's working night and day. I mean, he's studying up on, on chemistry to make beers. And... If I'm just going to give you fried mozzarella sticks, then what the fuck am I doing with my, like, I need to match. I mean, he's got a sign in there that says brew like a champion today. I mean, that's a, that's kind of a a statement that just goes around this town all the time. But if you, if you really think about it, like that's, that's kind of a charge to arms. Like that's like a statement, like you have to brew like a champion. And I mean, is there a a hang in there kitty poster in there too? Maybe um, <laughs> the frog strangling the uh, the stork. <laughs> never, ever, ever give up. Um, and and the thing with Andy is he did. I mean, there's no way. There's no taking no. away that that third place in the world beer. Oh God, game, no! Right? Yeah, it's forever. And and if he's going to put that amount of dedication into something, then I the food should too. Awesome. And that's that's oh, the yeah. general philosophy there. Like it's got to be the best it can be. Do you, you guys talk at all about when you're developing new beers about Food you're coming out with, are you guys trying to pair that stuff together at all, or do you wait? I mean, it, it's it's a good question. Um, there are there are breweries who do that uh, specifically. I I think that that tends to um, stifle people into mm-hmm. a specific direction. Um, I think that there are depending on the dish you pick, there are better beers to go with that dish. But I also kind of want you to play with your palate, right? right you, like, yeah, it's going to taste different to everybody. So. so I don't give recommendations on the menu if someone were to be like hey what should i eat with the ramen or what should i drink with the ramen excuse me uh i will for sure give you my recommendation beer. right <laughs> well even beer. for yourself if you had a no, beer, go oh you know what try gonna, the growler gonna, it's fantastic <laughs> <laughs> well, I, well i think where, where you going more along the lines of like if uh, if andy's 
thinking up a new beer, are you thinking of a, of a new dish that will work with that beer? Because I know some of your yeah, dish, I mean, dishes have the beers in it, mm-hmm. like the rest nibs, and you know, and yeah. And so, do you, does he make the beer first, and you think of a food later that you might be able to use that beer in, or or just drink a beer and go, man, you know what? I just I had to, I just had anyone from that they thought up, and now I want to try it. I mean, has I that inspired, I think it's more, inspired you to make something? more like that? Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, I know that Andy and Eric, who's the assistant brewer here, and I would all like to be to the point where we're able to do things like that all the time. Like, I'm going to put this dish on. Will you brew this beer for it? Um, we're not there yet. I mean, we're still a small growing business, mm-hmm. right? Oh, yeah. um, but we do want to get there. Uh, one thing I can say is we're, we're doing a chef's dinner on the 23rd. Uh, eight different chefs from around town, um, eight different courses, and eight different beers that we've never released before. Oh, wow. And that's probably, this is the first time we've all gotten together, uh, Sean, Andy, Eric, and I, and kind of tweaked beers to go specifically with the with dishes. dishes. So mm. this will be the first time I've been on the project. I've been here at the Crooked U for over three years, and this is the first time we're kind of doing that kind of thing. And that's super exciting. And it's yeah. definitely a direction we want to continue to go. Awesome. I like awesome. it. Hey, I was just going to say one thing. So my daughter's uh, got food allergies that basically puts her in the vegan camp. Mm-hmm. And having a restaurant that uh, caters to us meat eaters as well as vegans is a prized possession she lives in detroit and so there's like the short list of restaurants where you can get both and i think the idea that you understand that and it's going to bring in more people because it's typically there might be a couple vegans and then four or five other people but they all hang out right that's awesome I mean, I thank you. I appreciate that. And that's one of the goals. I mean, if, if what does beer do other than bring us all together? Like, really? Dilly mm. dilly. You know what I mean? Sorry, sorry. Whoops. Oh, you're fired. Get, get, get the hell out. Who just said that? Get the hell out. You just copyrighted us. Now we got to close this whole show down. Um, <laughs> and, oops. I can't, tell you how many, <laughs> I can't tell you how many tickets come in, you know, to the kitchen and you know, there's two vegan items and five meat items or, or four vegan and one meat, you know, it. It's a place where everyone can go, and do that's the point. Do you have the whole separate section for the vegan side? It's two where the pans are not, menus. you know, yeah, they're not oh, using yeah. the same pan. Absolutely, <laughs> we have separate flat tops, uh, pans, fryers, everything. Right. Well, that, that's the other. That's the most important part. Well, well yeah, yeah, yeah. Because a lot of times they'll say vegan, and it's still cooked in the same exactly. pan that my yeah, steak right. just came and out of. The incredible thing is, it's not just some, uh, and not to keep harping on the vegan menu, but it's uh, it's very well done. But also, it's it's made. It's not an afterthought. Like, like, we're gonna throw something I've, out there for the vegans. I've made my own seitan before, and it was okay. It kind of sucked. But yours, <laughs> the, the stuff you guys do here is is fantastic. It's gourmet grade, if not better. So it's always it's nice to see. Not only do you offer that for Wait, those people, but it's satan? it's fucking incredible. What? That's fancy Satan. Yeah. That's hey, fancy for Satan. What is that even? <laughs> don't you worry about that. That's a that's a vegan club word. I'm, I'm not a, I'm, I'm not vegan. I'm a meat eater, but I've gotten stuff from the vegan menu here because it was good. Yeah. So it's not an afterthought of, oh, it's a vegan. I mean, it's like, can it, I have this vegan menu, but can meal. you throw some meat right. on it? Yeah, I mean, I've, I've gotten stuff just here just because, you know, I, I no, didn't, yeah. you know, it was delicious and didn't feel like eating a steak. And I got something off the vegan menu and it was awesome. So, I mean, everything here is, is good. I think, you know, he, he says it all the time. That's what, what it was all about. And it is. The food's amazing. And people, I think most people who lo- really love craft beer are getting it because they want a little bit better quality beer. And they come here and they get better quality beer and better quality food. So it is. And he, it's, it's, it's the trifecta, as he says. And that's true. Nice. It well, works. I love you, man. Nice work. <laughs> <laughs> it was really good. 
Let's take a break and uh, get some break. Or we need more beer? Yeah. We still need more beer? <laughs> yeah. Oh, we, I want to think we need to talk about some of that small batch. Uh-oh. Small batch? Were there small batch? What kind of small batch <laughs> you got, Sean? Uh, right now it's uh, good. Our, our malt <laughs> liquor. Oh, sweet. Which is 12.9%, I believe. <laughs> oh, come on. That's, that's nothing. Oh, no. It'll, it'll do you up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll be right back. This is Robert Ralph Fetterson, and you're listening to Blind Pig Confessions. The bear eats the dude. All right, we're back. Uh, apparently, we left all the funny stuff at the break. Sorry you didn't get to hear it. I don't know why you just don't leave the mics on. I should. And just well, because you bitch about the editing. Yeah, because it's an editing nightmare. Yes, exactly. You know <laughs> Screw it. You can bitch about the editing. Because we lose so much. I'd give you better content, but that'd be more work for me. Forget about it. <laughs> it basically involved vegans sitting in the front of the bus. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, Jerry, were you, you were all kind of messed up, apparently. You thought I was talking about a separate section in the restaurant. I did. I, I was laughing so hard. Talk closer to the mic. Sorry about that. I was <laughs> laughing so hard while everyone's talking about, oh, yeah, we do uh, vegans separately. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. It's like, where do you make them sit? <laughs> That's just awful. Yeah. And you're so proud room. of it. They're outside. outside of the room. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Huh? It helps being clueless. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what do we got here? Uh, we got the small batch. Small batch? Yeah, Sean, they, where, where, where did the small batch come from? Tell us about your small batch program, because you guys started this almost the instant you opened. At least opened. this one. It is, is it Tuesday awesome. or it's Wednesday, right? The small batch is released? Yes. Has, there, has everybody tried this? No, not yet. Okay. I haven't touched right. mine. Not it smells else? amazing. Anyway. I, touch, I, so, touch, I touch my small batch too often. <laughs> <laughs> so to talk about the small batch, uh, we actually brew this uh, every single week. Every single week we actually have a small batch. And, uh, the that's same, the the cool same, thing, the same thing or something different? No, but we do something different. Okay, I'll just check. That's... that's uh, <laughs> Because if you brew it every week, it's dislike. no longer a small batch. And this is, <laughs> it's what's on tap. You said, nope. you said this, is the, See, this is the second time you've ever done this, but this is, uh, this is a malt liquor. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know why I no. said it like that. It's a malt liquor. No, it, it's, right, Billy it's a ball buster <laughs> is what wow. it is. And, Does uh, it have a name or is it just called small batch? Uh, no, it actually has a name. Nobody knows that. <laughs> not not going to tell you. That one out. The name is on double secret probation. However, every time, no, we, we actually have a bunch of other beers that uh, we would love to name, but... Uh, well, we'll start figuring out names for I you. I tell you what, this is one elegant Absolutely. fucking malt liquor because... Yeah, that, you that could, is you, awesome. You get a hot boost. Like, you could tell it, you could tell it's loaded. It's hot. Yes. Yeah. But at the same time, it's really smooth. I get a little it, bit of grapefruit in there and... Yeah. What, what it's is orange. It? It's, it's, it's orange and cloudy. So think about that, that lady that, like, wants to hang out but can't. Right. She's going to. All right. Yeah. So, it's, I know, I know there's no about. banana in there, but you get like, if you just you, pass it on your nose, a slight yeah, whip of banana, banana. Yeah. sort of, but then it all goes away when you, it's you like slug it. It's like a Saison smell to it. Almost. But like I said, it's, it's orange and yeah. it's cloudy. Um, 
You know, that's that's, that's a hell of a Zima. Now, so, <laughs> now tell us about your... Uh, when we brew with yeast... I'm sorry to interrupt. No, go ahead. Jordan. Uh, Warren. Warren. <laughs> Warren. <laughs> known each other for eight years, he's, but go ahead. He's only known him for a couple of years. I've got, right. a, I've got a Jordan guy, too. <laughs> Jordan's on our show, too. Jordan will feel good. Uh, Is he also a fat white guy with a beard? <laughs> no beard. No, no. I was like stamped out at a craft he, beer festival, like uh, press, just. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Sean. Go ahead. You don't remember what he was going to say. Uh, no, but I was going to ask you because you've got a small batch release you guys do every Wednesday. That's a fun way to mix it up, and you do a limited, uh, a small amount. Of, you know, wild, just out-of-pocket things, but you also do a Randall, Randall uh, release on, on Monday. Yeah. Or oh, is that Mondays? It's Okay. One's Monday, one's Wednesday. The Randall's Monday, right? The Randall's uh, Wednesday. Not anymore. It's Wednesday. Oh. No, we, we retired the Randall. Oh. oh fucking oh. never mind then. So, uh, yeah, so edit we, that out. We, uh. to, so we retired the Randall uh, to upgrade to Firkins. So we have a Firkin program now. Firkin so, awesome. And okay, it's, okay it's not every that. week because um, it takes time to yeah. get ahead on that kind right. of stuff. It takes a freaking long time. Um, there you go. There you go. Bonus word <laughs> score. Waiting for it. But we're, <laughs> nearly every week we're releasing a freaking. We have a quadruple dry hopped turtle tamer coming out on Holy Monday. Oh, amazing. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, Simcoe heavy for the dry hop. Nice. Um, so it's going to be awesome. You'll be all, so, you'll be all over that one. I mean, Randall's, yeah. are, Randall's are cool. They have their disadvantages, though. And while we were in the startup, we still wanted to have these kind of beer infusions and move on from there. Yeah, you did like a, uh, like burnt oranges. Yeah, with a, burnt oranges, cinnamon. And one of my favorite ones you guys did, and I zipped down here made an appointment that day because, you know, as a cat owner, I thought, oh, my God, it's fresh catnip. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and I came down here. It was amazing. But one of the funnier things, if you follow the Crooked You on Instagram, the pictures for the Randall releases were always like, I came down here. I asked Sean Day, like, who does? Who do you get to do these? He's like, ah, it's an iPhone, you know, whatever. I was impressed. Those are great pictures. But like, you'd sit there and think, I can make time for that today. You know, my Monday's <laughs> been rough, or I'll make it rough before <laughs> I get down there. So, so you're moving toward the Firkin program. That's fun. Yeah, and I mean, essentially, a Firkin is a a large, better version of a Randall, right? Like mm-hmm. Randall, you're you're pressing beer through ingredients, right? Uh, with the Firkin, we're like, hey, we're gonna pair these ingredients with this beer. And we're going to uh, put some sugar in there and charge it and, and, and allow it to ferment in there and create CO2 in there. And then you have a full, consistent infusion. And that's the best thing about Firkins, right? With the Randall, if you poured 20 beers all at once, you'd get some inconsistencies mm-hmm. with how much oh, yeah. I was pouring through, yeah. right? Um, so, so, so what did you guys do with the Randall? Did you like give it to an employee or? Oh uh, no, the we bag? still have it enough. With it. Made it fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think uh, I think we'll still end up kind of pulling it out for some special things or some fun things. But, Warren does that a lot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. no. Was, I pull it out for five dollars. That's different. <laughs> no, it's called date night. Well, yeah. that, I mean, God, we got a Kevin Spacey over yeah. here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. It, it, it's tiny. I never pull it out anywhere. If I had a huge one, I'd be one of those Nobody whipping out of the anyway. party guys, but I'm not, so I don't. It's, it's probably saved my ass a few times. So It's out right now, and nobody knows. <laughs> he, likes, he, he likes it when it's winter, because it's just <laughs> right, right. There's no, no worry about, oh, shrinking. What? A little cold? No. Sure. Sure, that's why. It's a little dangly time. Um, but yeah, Randall's were cool. We're you like moving him. up, right? Yeah. We're, we're still yeah. trying to perfect what we've been I, doing. I tend to see more at, at like uh, the brew fest or whatever. So people, you know, yep. you see more Randall just at the brew fest for that kind of, yep. you know, you don't see them actually a lot at the breweries. 
You not don't. In a lot of them. I mean, Dogfish Not head, regularly. Right. Dogfish Head probably is the most famous Randall. Like, they sell it for breweries and things right. like that. And they do it often there. Um, and it's it's a cool it's a cool thing, but it's not as cool as Firkins. It's not no. as cool as yeah, yeah. you know pulling things out of a beer engine yeah. and oh, yeah, having yeah. that natural carbonation, right? Yeah. Like that's what we're really going for. Oh, yeah. And um, from the word go, that was our plan. It just took time to kind of. Are you, get on you that guys are rocking beer engines down there, not not straight. Uh, we're going to oh, uh, awesome. right now. It's right now. It's just gravity um, straight out of the Firkin. Yeah. But we will. Um, we do have a plan to put beer engines at the end of the bar. I love uh, the beer engines, me man. Those, too. Oh, there's well, there's a was a was a Union Brewing. Uh, yeah, over in Car- down yeah. in like Carmel area yeah, in India, yeah. they they do all their stuff oh, off, off of beer engines. Yeah, oh, Actually, nice. you'd be surprised though. It's yeah. a nice. No, it's. I mean, it's pumping is the way to go. It's a nice little place, that, but yeah, that that yeah, the, the totally. beer coming off of those because they'll do both. They both got regular right. uh, taps, but then they'll mm-hmm. have their beers on the on the engine. Look at these guys. That's hanging really out. good. They got hanging out in Carmel money. <laughs> nice. It's, it's, good for you. It's the edge of Carmel. It's like once a month. All right. Okay. Yeah. Only on paydays. Yeah. The tax return season's coming up. All right. Go to Carmel. Yeah, uh, pumping pumping that beer though that that's actually that's truly the way to it go. It adds, yeah, yeah, yeah it a adds lot of places awesome, don't do that. No, it adds it adds just adds won't. something to it. I don't, yeah. know, I can't, I can never put my finger on it, but it just adds something. We were talking to, to somebody, but it was uh, I forget a brewer. They and they found out somebody was doing a Randall with their beer, and that didn't ask them. Oh, but they were, they had I can't their remember beer. who that remember, was. Do you remember that though? And yeah, like, someone yeah, was randling you know, their beer, uh, and that was. A they tap house was rambling, you know, but didn't I mean, they didn't like, ask you know, permission. That's, that's 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 not what my beer was made for, and they were kind of upset about yeah. it. You know, I, I, I wish I could remember who it was. But that makes sense. I guess, yeah, no, you know, it's 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 yeah, like it's, you know, hey, here's the Mona Lisa. Let's put a mustache on it. <laughs> but no, that's not how, I mean, that's that's not how I want it displayed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's really important. It is. Well, it's important for if you're, especially if you're sending out your beer to other places to be on tap that they honor what you're trying to do not make some uh, not make shit up on their own right you know we we talk about how amazing the food is here and we've been talking about it all day but we're here because it's a beer brewery it is and the beer is fucking amazing and i'll tell you what this this small batch is awesome uh, feel free to take that and use it for marketing if you want it's fucking fucking amazing amazing. stop by yeah i'd love to yeah i'm not a huge i love the the womp ass womp ass wampus wampus Wampus. (laughs) i love a good if you have eight of them you'll get womp ass but yeah it's it's Uh, a little warm alabama version brandon swamp ass (laughs) yeah i love the swamp ass that was stuff was good, man. Yeah. Ryan, Ryan's actually really excited because they brought in all the flights and they put them all the way at the end table right in front of Ryan. Oh, they are here. We've been waiting yeah. for them. Ryan's like, where's yours? <laughs> I got my order. What the hell's going on? Attention, this is Captain Did they Ryan. label them at all, Ryan, down there? Your flight? Yeah. Did, did they label them, Ryan? Did they label the beers at all? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, good. All right. We'll, we'll we'll start passing them down, man. We gotta we gotta try some beers and, and still, like, Sean's gotta. Pass. <laughs> this is my. Sean's gotta tell us about the beers. Come down here. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Come on, Ryan, get up and serve. He seems, he seems old. <laughs> I knew Ryan old. when he was younger. Uh, no, that was that was six months ago for <laughs> no, the beard. Oh, hey, a, a, say a white beard tends to age a man. Oh man, does it? Dude, I swear. Dude, no, I went into his house. Uh, we 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 stopped at the house and I didn't know it was. <laughs> He thought something was, was else in Ryan's in? house. No, I didn't. I just thought it was another friend. You'll have you know? to get a picture of it and put it on like the. I probably said, hey, is that Jerry? Yep. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> That's a tough one. Hey, other yeah, friend. All right, Poor this, little duffer. Uh, all right, so this is Peggy. This is Peggy? Peggy. You have a beer called Peggy? What's up, Sean? I know I have my staples when I come here because I love the porter, but I love, obviously, the Scotch Hills. 
fucking awesome because it's award-winning and it is awesome and that before it won the award that's what i was drinking down here because it was good shit but i love the porter and uh the rec next I, I think that's a big one here too isn't that uh pretty pretty stellar everybody it is yeah um, that's an amazing stout. And uh, both of those beers have made final tables at uh, uh, Peggy made final table at World Beer. Oh, really? And nice. Recknep's made final table at uh, um, what's the one in Colorado? I'm sorry. Oh, GABF. GABF. Yeah. Um, nice. So I mean, didn't didn't take down. Uh, you know, we only get notes back on on why the judges passed on yeah. making the top three. Right. But it still tells still, you when you make the final they made table. The table yeah. Right. Out of all yeah. those beers going there, right. hell yeah. 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 So. Um, yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. You gotta so, think. I mean, that's a couple of years, and you have stuff at the final table at Colorado. That's amazing. It, it, it still, yeah. it just still doesn't feel real. Yeah. I mean, I we got the announcement for for the World Beer Cup, and I mean, it was it was near chaos in here, right? Like, I got a text message. <laughs> um, Sean was on his couch. Sean was on his couch. <laughs> he was he was text he was texting me. He was, was texting like, me. Hey, you know, and it was like what? absorbing greatness. Oh, just tired. It was I, late. I found out of it. I found out about it from a third party that has no relation to anybody here at this table. Yeah. And I texted Sean. I'm like, hey, is this true? He goes, yeah, fuck it, it is, man. It, 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 was, it was like <laughs> it was like nine thirty, ten o'clock at night on like a Friday or something. And I just get this text from Sean, like, unfucking believable. And I like, I just started walking around to the staff. I was like, we just. We just just meddled in the World Cup. um, (laughs) So it it happened. Shut it down. We're going to peddlers. All (laughs) right. (laughs) Um, Someone play the national anthem. (laughs) It it nearly did shut us down because the word happened so fast and everyone on staff has been here for since the beginning and loves this place so much. The buzz just happened. And it was a matter of 20 minutes until every fucking table was filled. F- just nothing but Scotch Ale. <laughs> nothing. Like, it was the only time I'd ever seen it, right? Like, I mean, sure, the Scotch Ale sells well. It's our award winner. But you're still seeing a lot, lots yeah, of IPAs yeah. on the table. This was just blacked out Scotch Ale's <laughs> entire dining room. Um, and, I mean, from a production standpoint, it nearly killed us. I mean, it really did. Like, we won that award, and all of a sudden, it's like, well, we have to brew this this day. Well, we had to, we had to double time it, and we just didn't know it was going to happen. Um, and lots of breweries experienced that. I, I remember reading an article about uh, Fathead um, and their first silver, and how much production they had to up just to be able to keep up that one beer. I mean, it's intense. It's intense to keep it up. Well, I hope you guys don't win any more awards because that's God knows. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All right, so Sean, what is the Peggy? The Brendan and I have just tried it. We're passing around the. I've been drinking it all night. <laughs> <laughs> no, you were drinking Brendan. swamp ass. I mean, mm. wampus. No, I just, I just tried a little bit of a. I, I tried uh, Warren's Warren. swamp ass, and it was delicious. Well, Warren's swamp ass. I mean, I've heard of it. It's great. Who hasn't? It's fantastic. So, what is the uh, Peggy? But Peggy, we lost our beer menu. <laughs> Peggy Lee was uh, pretty much brought upon. Uh, one of our owners. Okay. This is one of your, you, the the brown and the oatmeal. Those are some of the ones standard ones you had right off the bat, weren't they? Yeah. Totally. Okay. Totally. Yeah. And this one was an additional one. Uh, it was a brown porter. It, it's good. It's great. It's dark, malty. Oh yeah. No, I'm I'm it's I'm, I'm getting that. No, it's not too much. Yeah. It's, it's, so it is a porter. Totally. Was, okay. okay. I, I wasn't sure if it was uh, for just a brown or, or anything, anywhere in there. So, a brown porter. So you're getting that creaminess out of it. It's, okay. I, I like it. I've been. No. Yeah. I'm, I uh, oh, is that what you had too? 
Yeah, I drink it every time I'm here. I always have the one of the Peggy Lee's because I, okay. I think it's I delicious. It. I synced it. <laughs> 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 I synced it. Is that a word? What do you think? Uh, is this one you usually drink when you're here, too? Or I've, I've had them all. Well, you're the IPA guy, uh, though. I was really excited because I think it was it was right before you guys opened here, but you had some of the beers on tap at Fiddler's, mm-hmm. and I was fucking pumped because I'm like, I'm going to check these in on tap before anybody else. <laughs> so, yeah, I've been around the horn, and, and the, the beers are all fantastic. The, the thing I like is if you're a craft beer enthusiast, the flavors are intense, and the, yeah. the profiles are, are, are complex enough that – it's it's exciting, but at the same time, if if you're like a Bun Light guy, I've got a couple of friends that up until about a year and two years ago drank Coors Light exclusively. But it's accessible, so mm-hmm. it, it it keeps somebody like me excited. But somebody who's new to the craft beer game or, or drinking locally, it's it's something that you can bring them in and say, "Hey, try this. You're not going to hate it. It's you know, it's not some outlandish you know sweat sock infused double IPA. Right. And you're going to dig this, and it, it's fun. No, that, that's come, that's on that's the that's in the Randall. I'm pretty sure something. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure 18th. I'm pretty sure 18th Street already does one of those or Burnham. But oh, but, I know, I know a brewery who uh, has yeah, sweat yeah, sock. But, but it's, it, this is a fun. This is a fun place to bring people who come in from out of town. Like when Man, my sister-in-law is coming mm-hmm. to town, it's like, hey, check out what we have. And yeah. it's a fucking mile from my house. I can crawl, army exactly. crawl back home <laughs> and, if I need to, and have. Right. And, well, yeah. <laughs> It's three dollars and fifteen cents of sad Uber talk <laughs> all the way home. Wow, you are fat. What? You should have walked. <laughs> One thing that's always impressed me is the 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 beer is if it's a porter. I know it's a porter, and you can tell it's a porter. Some place you go to now, they they mix those lines so much you can't tell if you're drinking a stout. No. He's like they just call it whatever they want because you can't tell. You're doing things more, uh, and I think you mentioned that earlier. Was that sticking you, with you, the? You want that style. You want to know what style. you're drinking, and the American uh, stout. You, it's got the bitterness to it. It's got. I love those dark bitter uh, chocolate notes to it, and you can know you know what you're drinking. Oh yeah. And there's no uh, that. And that porter's got some cream to it. You know what you're drinking. You, there's no. So going back around. There's, there's yeah. no mixing the lines, but what you're doing, so it makes it a nice, especially for. Uh, Craft beer snobs. I think this is the place they would want to go because you know what you're drinking. <laughs> yeah, there's I, so many times I've had stuff where you go, "Why in the hell are they calling that a porter?" There's no, there's nothing. Yeah. You know, there's, nothing there's a stout. That, it's a, yeah. yeah, it's a oatmeal stout, and there's yeah. not a bit of oatmeal in it. There's nothing creamy yeah. about yeah. it. You know, you're yeah. sitting there going, uh, "And okay. there's a big difference between a stout and an American stout." I oh mean, yeah, is that uh, absolutely, yes. yeah, absolutely, freaking literally, totally, one hundred percent. So that's. I think it's. I think it's important to keep those lines. In place, mm-hmm. like we still have to know as a brewery where we came from, right? right. Like, um, um, America has revolutionized craft beer in a way that hasn't happened in Europe. I mean, we it is happening now. It's not happening now. Yeah, but just now, right? Yeah, just um, we took it. Well, they were so mired in their classical styles, right. and uh, you know, and and speaking of Scottish, you know, like brew dogs. Absolutely. Is upsetting things with the status quo out Really there. upsetting things. Oh, they are. They pissed people the fuck <laughs> off. Oh, they and good the for them. Off. Well, yeah, exactly. They should. Like, right? Well, exposing the, you know, the the the, the, the corporate and all, you know, the, the corporate stranglehold on beer right. that has been out there for so long. And tradition is great. I love tradition. You know, I like my old school German beers. I like, Absolutely. I, there are, there's nothing wrong with a Guinness. I'm sorry. I there's agree. No, I was actually surprised at all the Guinness that have come out since then. Haven't tried a one, but because I like my traditional <laughs> Guinness, but there's nothing wrong with upsetting that status quo either. Agreed. And 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 
and exposing some of them for, for what they are, which is just cash mongers, you know, just trying right. to stranglehold to keep what they got. And what's cool is that you, you talk about Guinness, and that's a place where obviously the tradition, and, and they've been doing that same beer for you know hundreds of years but and yet, now look at because them. of the american craft beer does it scene, make you sad when they're these like, guys check are out the making different beers. they, fi- they finally squad. made diff- yeah, yeah. Not they're our making fault, rise and, and that's because of what we're doing over here yeah i mean that's mm-hmm. that's huge yeah i, I completely it's believe big, so. but it's not our fault i mean oh no literally. it's not yeah. no well that that's the biggest thing it's, it's not your fault sean it's not your fault sure no actually sean sean of the crooked don't do that to me man that is his fault entirely it's not your fault is it our fault? <laughs> the paradigm shift of <laughs> macro brewing is, is all fault? his fault. <laughs> but no, man, how horrible is that? Uh, I don't know. Just thought about it. Uh, when you see them, it seems sort of pandery to see you uh, a Guinness be like, hey, check out Guinness Blonde, Guinness yeah. IPA. I'm yeah. like, nah, I don't, yeah. I don't think so. Dude, I'll, I'll drink you all March yeah. like I do every other year. But I, give them credit, but I give them credit for getting out of their rut. The two, you know, out. I, I look at it both ways. You're right. It's, you know, I'm like, why are you? Yeah, you're pandering. But I also give them credit for trying something new. Right. You got to give them a little credit on that. And, and I will go with that too. It's not, it's not pandering in the sense that they're putting out shit because right. they're not. Right. I it's, mean, it's decent. It's, it is decent. I've heard. Nitro IPA. I was fucking like, oh, okay. Good job, guys. Like, way yeah, to think outside right. of the box. I mean, we've been thinking outside of the box in this country for so long when it comes to beer that we're just. I call it the like two hearted syndrome, right? Mm-hmm. We're all like, yeah, two hearted. I don't buy two hearted at all. Like, right. sorry, I feel terrible saying that out loud, but it's true because I'm like going to the liquor store to try to find some other double IPA right. that I haven't had before. Yeah. But the reality is, is two hearted is one of the best double IPAs well, and, that exists. Yeah. Period. And and every time that there's a like a, a, a classification or a rating system or an article that comes out, they're uh, they're among the top two, three, Absolutely. or four. Yeah. But to me, Too Hearted has always been kind of like the Big Mac, where mm-hmm. like you know, sure. you may go to a shithole bar in the thumb of Michigan, and they've got Pabst, they've got Coors Light. And Too Hearted. They're right. going to have Too Hearted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They, might, they don't even know the word craft beer, but there's a Bell's Too Hearted right. there. You're like, yeah. oh, thank God. All right. I, <laughs> All right. I can get um, turned. Okay. See, I'm I mean, all, I'm always with the guy that's like, uh, yeah. bottle? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I get it. Just pump it into my veins. I couldn't. But, I can't believe. But I, you know, I see your point, though. When we I do started these shows beer- for two years now or three years now, and it's funny you talk about people. You talk. You try to say what was your you know explosion or your yeah. What was your aha beer? beer aha your beer. Aha. And eighty-five percent of the time, it's bells. It's been a bells. Yeah. I mean, well, especially well around here. It's here. Yes. around yes. Midwest and yeah. 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 Bells, bells has been bells, bells, bells. was then, was know. a lot of people's introduction into I the mean, world. I mean, I beer trade, and half these guys are just like, "Can you get me zombie dust? Can you get me two hearted?" Like guys in California, and they want it Fucking all the time for days, bro. For days. Oh yeah. Now yeah. like, I'll get you a six pack of zombie dust. They'll get you. They're like, "I'll get you two bottles of Parabola right now." Yeah. Done. And I'm like, yes! <laughs> Somebody doesn't know how to haggle properly. <laughs> all, I have, all I have to do is go to Citywide every Wednesday and get a fucking like, pack of zombie dust and I'm yeah. good to go. Well, zombie right? dust doesn't have its thing. Like, you know, they're not, it's not as restrictive as it was like two years ago. Right. You know, it's, it's on tap. It used to be, it's on tap. It's gone in two days. Right. Now it's sitting on tap for like a month right. <laughs> in some places. <laughs> Where it's yeah, just like, and eh, it, it, it is a good thing, but it was a marketing thing, and it's still a good agreed. one. Yeah. But yeah Here, people you, don't know how to haggle, right? <laughs> they uh, they I need mean, to haggle I'll, better. I'll, I'll keep taking it. <laughs> no, we, uh, we just went out to Arizona over the holidays, and we, uh, we flew uh, southwest, and they give you uh, two free checked bags. 
So we filled them to the brim. Oh, hell yes. With yes. fucking alcohol. Hell yes, you did. We took them out there. And we uh, 18, get that 50 pound it, limit? But it was all 18th Street, Three Floyds, Bare Hands, like stu- just local stuff that we take for granted every day because yeah. in Arizona, it's a huge right. deal. It is. Oh, yeah. yeah. And we got out there and, uh, and then emptied them out, gave them all away, and then got to fill them up with Arizona stuff and bring it all back. Nice. nice. And the stuff that we all are like no big deal not a big deal uh, like the three floyds even the like there was the the oil of gladness the uh, the barrel age collaboration they did with dark horse yeah huge deal out there massive huge. deal i'm like we take it for how many of these do you want we do yeah, yeah. And then, but there's a there's a weird distribution switch that happens out there we're like goose island like the bourbon county stuff sometimes is hard to get or there's a bottle limit here out there how much do you want right. of whatever it <laughs> yep. is so that, that's a lot of fun but it's it's a really good time to see like you're right how that eh, the sort of like the Miller Lite of Coors of like craft beer on here is a huge deal elsewhere it is oh, yeah. yeah well we, we've got I mean, the explosion like, in some it, of those places it's don't like have. Pliny for us right yeah yeah, yeah. I, I mean it's it's too hearted for them. Right. Yeah. They yeah. want that too hearted. They oh, want yeah. zombie dust. Yep. And they're like, I got all the plenty. I like, I'll send you a case. What like case for case? You want to do this? Like, let's go. I've done that before, right? Oh yeah. It's, and we're it's like, amazing. it's not that great, you know, you get it. But, <laughs> right, one hundred percent. But it's because we can get yeah. it where we're desensitized. We want, and, right. Yeah. And we're about to we be talk able to buy that, it on I think show is, All right. It's like the good weed, you know? Absolutely. You know, it's, like we, that, it's like that really good Elkhart bathtub crank. Like, you know, <laughs> get it from the source, dude. Boom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you want to get bent? Let's do this. Did, didn't we used to make movies with Trans Ams about getting beer from one side of the country? Right. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. No, now it's just called UPS. <laughs> right. Uh, it, like, back, back in the 70s and 80s, my, uh, my dad managed uh, a couple of terminals for Roadway, and he would tell me stories, because I watched Smokey the Bandit, I have no frame of reference, like, you can't get Coors, what? <laughs> he said in the 70s and 80s, every driver, literally every driver for Roadway Express would leave about a three-foot gap in the back of their trailer because they would fill oh, yeah. Coors and bring it back. Well, there's like the Yingling, even you know, you know, for Indiana for years, Dude, everybody's last driving down you, to Kentucky. When, to when get... Yingling hit, it was like a fucking circus. Here. Oh, <laughs> God, yeah. it was. I never yeah. had it, so I finally had it. I thought, ooh, this is gonna be a, this is gonna be over quick. This party, yeah, oh, it yeah. was, oh, one hundred percent. And in in a weekend, it was over faster than not your father's root beer. It's like, <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. There's yeah. bars that still had that first keg on tap because they can't get rid of it. One hundred percent. Yeah, uh, the, the 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 first real big one I think recently uh, was Ballast Point. Yeah, Ballast yeah. Point hit, and it's still. Yeah. I mean, and that's granted, sh- like we can get it pretty. Yeah, I rem- I filled my trunk the nice. second it hit citywide. I was like, everything, sculping give me everything, days. and it's sculping sh- for days. Do not like. I don't oh. think I've had one I've liked. I whoa, don't, I don't like it. Uh, I, when I was when I was I'm not I'm not a ballast. I, I, uh, that's I was fine. excited. That's I'm, fine. Right yeah, I'm, on, my, I, I'm on the same wagon. I was really I excited. I'm not a ballast point fan. I. Wow, I like some. I've had, I've I've either liked it or loved it. But uh, when I was out west, I got the High West Barrel Age. Yes, Uh, I've got a couple of bottles. If you want one, I'll give you one. I do. Yeah, zombie for a zombie dust. It it was (laughs) (laughs) trade you for a uh, large format Yingling light. (laughs) But that's the first time I've ever had anything other than like a like a a light IPA that's infused with something. And sure, and man, their barrel aged shit is no joke. It's good. Their barrel aged shit is amazing. Um, Spend a lot of time out in California. I uh, another thing that's coming is right. Firestone Walker is going to be here next month. Oh god, uh, to Indiana. Yes. Um, Okay. And you know what? I like their beers. I do too. I think they're good. Good Their barrel aged program is 
ridiculous. Mm-hmm. There's succuba, acubus, succubus, succubus, and then they do wombas. <laughs> wombas. <laughs> the succubus. <laughs> well, and, and, and you can judge all that stuff based on its value on that secondary trademark. Oh and, hell yeah! And, oh yeah! And they're one of those breweries that just their limited releases are just. Eh, name your price, whatever you want. Sure. It's nuts. All right, All right guys. I know we've been hitting a lot of it, and we, <laughs> we did have a lot of samples here. The Peggy's great. I had the rest nibs all, all time, but we're getting ready to close it out for this show. Um, hey, Brendan. Uh, oh, Warren, should, no, go for we it. Should, we should do one final wrap-up question. Yeah, go for it. Really quick, in 60 seconds. We've watched the Crooked You Grow from, from just being an empty shell of a VFW to where it is now. And in the next two or three years, what's something you're hoping for? Sean, is it like, is it a canning thing? I is told you the dock, he's, I said the dock at the, he, you know, he told, he's going to put the dock yeah, where the uh, canoes the, the casino, and, the, and, the, right. and the tubes and the casino can be at. <laughs> that, that's like year 10. <laughs> I'm sorry, I thought I was pretty no. clear about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, well, like, Alain, as far as the menu goes, is there anything in the next couple of years you're looking forward to, like moving into the new, the, like the, the next level of whatever? Yeah, so in, in 60 seconds, I will say that there, like as a chef, um, I'm into some weird shit, food-wise. <laughs> okay, hold and on. Not, not what you're thinking. Not what you're thinking, this, right? Stay there for the next yes. show. I got, yeah. a, I got a browser history you didn't um, see, buddy. But, like, this is my business, and there's a lot of experimentation, and there's a lot of things that I don't feel like South Bend is necessarily ready for or wasn't three years ago. Okay. Oh, yeah. And I, I started this menu with the idea that I wanted to make things a little weird, allow my staff to be able to communicate one-on-one, right? The, you guys have seen this menu. It's not yeah. exact. It, that's designed so you have an actual conversation with Sometimes your Sometimes I can't even read it. Sure. Ab- sure. There's too much, well, too much, too much of that so. womp ass. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> small batch. Uh, I, got a large, I got a large poutine. batch of the small batch. <laughs> um, not a problem. I, I started at a certain place, and I want to continue to move forward. And there was a certain amount of trust that needed to be built with this town. Right. You go to Chicago, you can all get all sorts of weird shit. But we're yeah, not yeah. in Chicago. And we right. need to realize yes, you that. Can. So um, moving forward, lots of things are going to happen. We just got that new smoker. Um, sous vide machines are going to be Whoa. one of the most fundamental parts. Right. We've been sous viding. You do the one hour egg here. We do the one hour egg. Thing or two. And I feel like that's a, a really good introduction. Uh, the next thing we're, we've done, we have a lobster roll on the menu now, oh. and I'm sous-viding the lobster. So often lobster is just put in boiling water, which means that as it cooks, parts of the lobster are overcooked, yeah. parts of the lobster mm-hmm. are perfectly cooked. I'm not doing any and of that. And he's screaming the whole time. <laughs> um, uh, they come in alive, and I kill them here. Sorry, <laughs> sorry vegans. Yeah. Um, but but that's, that's the next step. The next step is... Right, like we're we're moving down this path of, of sous vide and, and what perfect lobster yeah. tastes like rather than overcooked mm-hmm. lobster. And we're gonna keep nice. taking those roads. Um, oh, we've got awesome. years to go with the menu. What it really took was building trust, and it's trust that we have now gained. Right, we have a huge base of people yeah, who just yeah. are like, "You got something new on the menu? I don't give a fuck what it is. Just yeah. give it to give me." Give it to me. They they trust us now, and and that's what we needed to build from the word go. Sean, what's your uh, what do you think got other than the doc? <laughs> uh, he don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, everything you said is great. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and as long as you guys don't start don't start selling bike jerseys, we're gonna be here forever. <laughs> <laughs> so. that, that parking lot over there is gonna go away, yeah, yeah. expand expand capacity or anything. I mean, you guys looking at, at expanding no, up anytime the, soon? The lot, Patty the lot over there. I mean, keeping... our our expansion is gonna be uh, within 
what we have here. Okay. Because nice. that's, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, that's... You guys can at all? Or is it strictly straight up growlers or anything? Or are you uh, guys canning or anything? We're, or we're canning. Uh, we do okay. a little bit of growlers. Okay. Uh, but it's all based upon what we can fill okay, at cool. the time. Yeah. Beer, food, ambiance. Yeah. yeah. No, it's a no, great place. Like, like and, and if you want to find like out more, uh, follow that, the Crooked You on Instagram. Yes. Their Instagram totally. is a lot of fun. It's all just hot sex, beer, food, 24-7. <laughs> and apparently you follow Alliance, too, because uh, he is... He, and, he, <laughs> that's just like the super fun. Uh, no, we talk about sex. It's really weird to like live in a town with a guy who you're like, God damn, like, he does some interesting shit. And you're like... I know him. I can text him if I want, you know. Like, but I'm like, oh, he's busy right now. Can, no, you, like, can you come over and make me breakfast? Like, you watch him go. To, no, you watch him go to New Orleans, and like, I was like, wow, I went there. And That's cool. None of those things were available to me. <laughs> this guy, this guy gets naked with all of us. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's yes, why the fire, that's why the fireplace is up here. Yeah, he's, <laughs> yeah. he's, the, he's the spiritual leader of this place. Show two is going to be oh. awesome. Yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> Yeah, well, cheers, is. guys. Thank you. Cheers, cheers guys. Thanks for coming cheers out. To the Thanks for letting us hang. We yes. appreciate it. To the youth. Cheers.